It is easy for worship leaders to feel alone. There is tremendous pressure on us each week to perform, to lead, and to help direct an amazing experience of worship and connection to God. But it's so overwhelming. There's no place to go to talk through these unique challenges worship leaders face. Welcome to the table. Everyone, welcome to the table. Um, I am excited. It's December. Uh, it's December in ministry, which is crazy month. Uh, <laughs> but we're uh, this month. We're just we're shortening our episodes and just giving you guys some encouragement to kind of get from week to week through this month mm-hmm. and uh, bringing back guests from earlier in the year. And I am uh, joined by my good friend Heather Penny. Heather, how's it going? It's going great, Jason. It's so fun to be back. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a uh, You've had you've had quite the year. Had some lot of life, lot of life changes. A lot of life on. changes. Yep. How's life? Two, yeah, launched two of my my babies who are now adults, but they'll always be my babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my twenty uh, year old is over at Pepperdine, and my eighteen year old is, or excuse me, my eighteen year old's over at Pepperdine. My twenty year old's over at Cal Baptist. So they're both in Southern Cal and doing uh, college life, and I am at home with my husband. We were dazed and confused the first month, and now. We're kind of finding our groove again. <laughs> Absolutely. Before we before we hopped on here, we were just talking about how Saturdays are a little more free. You got the other weekends. Oh yeah. Yes. Like life is just life is just different. Yes. No more baseball games, parties, sleepovers, whatever it is that's going on. Whether it's our house or them going somewhere or us having to attend something, or I should say, getting to attend something. Getting, we getting, had getting. So it's much an, fun, but it's an important word. <laughs> you know, that's mixed emotions of I love my kids, but I really miss my weekends sometimes. So we're cutting statement. our weekends back. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, getting to do just the uh, just be empty nesters. That's a yep. that's a thing. That's it's, a thing. That's a thing. Hey, as we um, kind of wrap the year, um, as so people in ministries, everybody's ending the year, but we're talking mm-hmm. to worship leaders. As worship leaders and creatives, as we're ending our year um, and looking forward to next year, what what's something that you would just tell mm-hmm. them as they're kind of like, kind of like we're coming down, but we have this big thing, you know, holidays mm-hmm. is big. Holidays are big in the church on mm-hmm. Sundays and weekends. Um, but like looking into the next year, kind of what's, Give us some advice. What, what what are some things that you would kind of tell yeah. people? I'll tell you some things I do for myself, and I'll tell you some things that we do in our marriage and our family, and that will kind of give you some context. But for myself, I really love honoring Advent. So honoring whatever those days are, and I often follow some sort of devotional that gives the Advent calendar for me, and it reminds me that I'm closing up that year, mm. and I'm getting ready for a new year. So I love our rich, deep Christian traditions around um, the holidays. That's really meaningful to me. So that's something I do waking up in the morning. I get very excited about starting Advent and lighting the candles and just pondering on really the coming of Jesus Christ and how it has changed everything for us, not just us as Christians and believers, but really for the whole world. Whether they believe in him or not, he has changed everything for us. Amen. So, you know, I get excited about that because it is an exciting time of the year as a as a follower and a believer of Jesus Christ. Um, I think for our family, what I get really excited about is we, Darren and I both choose a word for the year. 
And for me this year was welcome. His word was together. We let it just simmer in us for all the whole year. And we'll talk about it occasionally, like what's God teaching you with your word together? For me, recently, Darren asked me, what's God been teaching you about your word welcome? I said, I'm adding a word to it, which is welcome patience. Because I realized when I quoted the uh, fruits of the spirit, I was like, love, joy, peace, patience, patience. (laughs) I don't think I have a lot of that. In fact, that's a fruit of the spirit. You know, are you sure? Are you exactly? Yeah, that that was a ding, ding, ding of that's something I'm welcoming in a little bit more and I'm focusing on now. But throughout the year, I've welcomed in certain things. And then at the end of the year, what we do, and it's kind of in, I should say the beginning of the year as we move into January and it's that that time of Christmas is over and we're moving into um, the new year, we bring together a bunch of our friends who've all also been sitting in words for the year. And we just do a round table and say, what did your words uh, teach you that's for good. 2022? Now, what word are you going to invite in for 2023? And it's really how we pray for one another. It's how we hold each other up. When we see each other, we'll say, hey, how's your word? What's your word teaching you? Because that's what I believe. First of all, I like simplicity and having one word allows me to just allow the Holy Spirit to just be my mentor, my teacher, my guide. There's so much for us to learn as we age and all throughout our seasons of life. So be able to kind of stay in that word. I believe there's, it's a meditative format for me to just listen to the Holy Spirit because I can run it and gut it and be moving fast and hard, but to be able to say, wait a minute, I am attached to the vine. I'm only a branch. And apart from that vine, I can do nothing. So what is that word it's almost a reattachment to the vine process that I, it makes me mindful throughout the year, kind of like a breath prayer. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I love that, that you guys do that and get together and, and, um, and, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. It's a rich time. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, Uh, it's also in lieu of resolutions. We got so tired of resolutions. Totally. That we're just like, I don't know, drop 10 pounds. I think I had that on my (laughs) resolution for five years. I'm going, I think I'm over this. That's it. That's I gained right. 10 pounds lost. I think I, that's just what I do. So let's just knock that off and let's actually think of something a little deeper. We're inviting in the Trinity to be able to kind of coach us through our life totally. right now. I, I like looking at January 1st as just a reset mm-hmm. as like a, as a, not necessarily like, it's like a, it's like a check-in because I mean, mm-hmm. the year kind of moves as you go from month to month and every month has a new like, oh, now it's the beginning of spring. Now it's the summer and now it's school year and now it's mm-hmm. Christmas and all it, everything kind of comes with something. And so mm-hmm. like in January, it's like, no, it's a new year. Mm-hmm. It's a new, um, I love, I, we've never done the word thing. Like the one word, uh, Casey and I've never done the one word thing. And I think that's a, I'm, I'm going to, we're going to do that. Cause I love that. Um, you can sit there and kind of like process through the year, like things to think about. Um, and yeah. even get some of our friends and this is good. I'm learning. I'm sitting here learning, taking notes. Um, <laughs> so, and now I, in the podcast we did earlier this year, we talked a lot about rest and rhythms and mm-hmm. clarity. And um, and as the as the year is ending and we're looking into a new year, um, what are some strategies you you would recommend thinking about, like like starting new rhythms or starting new mm-hmm. like something to? Um, I mean, we talked a little bit about. I don't like the word resolution just because mm-hmm. I don't think they 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 don't last very long, mm-hmm. uh, and they're usually lofty. Where you're like, mm-hmm. I'm going to change yeah. the world next year, or like I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'm going to lose all this weight. And you're like, yeah, it's, a lot of it's physical, but it's like, what are we? Mm-hmm. As the years come to an end, and it's like I said, looking at at as maybe like a reset. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What are some things you could think you could recommend about just you know rest and rhythms and mm-hmm. uh, clarity as we kind of. Uh, launch into next year? 
Well, I think I'm a contemplative person by nature. In fact, I've often been called a mystic, which I take as high praise because yeah. I, I have a depth about me that I like being able to connect with the Holy Spirit and saying, what are you teaching me? What is the word you have for me? So as I sit and ask that question, I'm asking questions in other areas. So every time I'm starting a new year, I find my contemplative nature really kicks into a high, high gear. I'm just saturated in what do you want me to let go of? And what do you want me to invite in? I think I'm very cognizant of the fact of my humanity and the things that can trip me up and block me from really the life that I made to live. And so I like to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that I need to let go of? And I just kind of sit in that and listen with that. And, and I let, I let um, the Holy Spirit teach me what it is that I maybe was holding on to tightly. Sometimes as concrete as money or as loose as um, emotions around my kids leaving, you know, yep. whatever it is, I just kind of stay open. And it's almost like my, um, my welcoming prayer that I invite in the Holy Spirit to say, hey, what is it that I've missed this year? What have I missed in the last 11 months? You know, this is like the 12th month where, to use your your point, the resetting of, I don't want to just flounder through another year. I don't want to just run and gun it through another year. I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to live dissociative. I want to be able to stay connected, not necessarily as much to myself as I am to the Trinity and to really the Holy Spirit that lives inside of me. So I'm engaging that conversation probably more intentionally than ever. And that's really what that season is about for me. So it's, it allows me to kind of give me just a breath of fresh air, as I say, and this is probably the easiest way to do it. What are three things you want to let go of? What are three things you want to invite in? Mm. Um, and I used that example earlier about patience. You know, I want to let go of kind of the impatience I have sometimes for processes and for change. And here I am a coach, <laughs> but I think sometimes <laughs> I'm like, just get over it already. Maybe it's because I've been in it for a long time. Maybe I'm noticing more of my impatience because I'm seeing a lot of the same trends over and over. Yeah. Irregardless, that's not who I want to be. And that's really not a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So being able to say, I want to let go of my my need to push things along. And I want to really invite in more patience and this the, the pacing of really God's pacing and not my pacing. When we push things along, it's for us to try and get things resolved. And it's really out of a place of, of fear and wanting to control things. And it's just not who I want to be as a person or as a coach or wife or mom or anything else. Love it. I always love our conversations. I, 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 I leave, I, I always leave a conversation with you like better. I just, I'm thinking oh. through things and you kind of like in talking, it just kind of challenges my own way of thinking to go, just, just keep talking, Heather. I'm taking notes. I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> writing down what you're saying. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, so I always like to talk food on the table because it's, I yes. mean, it's a, it's a thing. Like are we eating is a, eating's important and yes. uh, we're heading into, uh, I mean, obviously we're heading into the holidays where food kind of brings people together. What is in the penny house? Like uh, if it's what, is there a meal or a dish that's like, it's the holidays where oh, yeah. you like when it comes out and you smell it or you see it, you are like, it is, it's the holidays. It can't be the holidays without, what is that for you guys? I would probably say it's the cheesy potatoes. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's like crack. My Even like we'll have Friendsgiving and we'll have different um, holiday gatherings and they're always like, are you bringing the cheesy potatoes? I mean, it's oh. just the one big ask. And I'm telling you, there's nothing good in this dish, <laughs> except maybe the potatoes that come out of the ground. I don't know. We can rationalize maybe. that. But 
I'm a Southern girl and I'm like holidays. I'll bring out my Southern recipes, but um, <laughs> enjoy the decadence of that. And everyone's always asking about that. And even my son, who's coming home from college, he goes, I have one request, request mom. I want the cheesy potatoes and I want the croissants with the cheese, the cream cheese inside it. So this is all, all good things right there. Those yeah. are all, it's all good things. Now, do those cheesy potatoes ever come out like in March or like in the middle of. Or... They have been, they have been requested throughout the year. We also do an Easter celebration. So it now makes its appearance at all the holidays. The cheesy potatoes has its own placement. You know, hey, every day there's, there's some national holiday. We can make it, we, we can make a reason. To bring yeah, these out more can. often, the, the cheesy potatoes. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so good. That's so good. Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything that you uh, Thanks, you bring Chase. to this these conversations and uh, just a little sp- encouragement for everybody as we kind of continue on in yeah. December. Like you can do it one more week and one more week as we uh, kind of wrap up the year and kind of launch yep. into next year. Yeah. Yep. Um, one of my life verses out of Ephesians 3, may your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. And I think about that visual a lot. And I think as we think through moving toward the end of the year, I just want to encourage everyone, let your roots get really deep into God's marvelous love. Not in all the tasks, not in all the shopping, not in all everything else. But as your roots go down deep into his marvelous love, out of that will flow the beauty of the holiday season. Amen. Amen. Awesome. (laughs) Hey, thanks for hanging out today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, my friend. No problem. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye.